0: This is Late Afternoon Gaming playing Curse of Strahd, a Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition module. You're listening to Session 16. Check out our table talk to hear us discuss some current events, go to the subreddit if you would like hanging out in empty places, and leave us a review if you want to make me a happy person. Otherwise, please enjoy the session. For the summary, so in the last session, we had picked up talking to the Burgomaster and his wife about what we were planning to do about the Abbey. But we decided to do some humanitarian work in the uh, much maligned <laughs> uh, town of Kresh before we went up to the Abbey. So we went out hunting with the Burgomaster uh, and through our you know incredible skills we were able to get just like tons and tons of meat and game and all this stuff uh, like on a scale that they had not seen in a long time. Uh, in addition to that Cockabee was able to scrounge up some, you know, roots and onions and whatever. Came back to town, had a big party, uh, wherein Jack's character, Aizen, uh, you know, was kind of directly going against the wishes of the Burgomaster and really pumping up some of the townsfolk and giving them, giving them hope, which is kind of the exact thing that the Burgomaster asked that we do not do, because he felt, even though he was impressed with our abilities that he saw on display as we went out hunting... Still felt that we were probably going to be unsuccessful at the Abbey, and he wanted us to... He felt it would be worse for us to give the uh, the people of, of his town hope, and then for it to be dashed, than to just, you know, let them be as they are. Well, whatever, we said, and we headed up to uh, the Abbey. Once we got up here, uh, we checked the place out a bit. Uh, there's a weird grave that had a big X on it uh, that, you know, we jotted down in the notes as something to pick up later. Went up to... Uh, this garden portion of the Abbey and found some sort of big dinner plate sized amulet. Uh, that is one of the things that we were on the hunt for from Madam Eva's clues from session three or whatever that was. Uh, then, uh, went into the Abbey and immediately were confronted with a monstrous sight, uh, a flesh golem that is apparently 10 feet wide and took up the entirety of the hallway, uh, Jack's character, Aizen, immediately went into battle mode and started hacking at the thing, although it was somewhat ineffective. Eventually, um, a another character popped up uh, and was telling us to stop. He was a little more of a pathetic creature than the Frankenstein-like monstrosity that we were fighting. Um, he was able to command the golem to halt, and we halted along with it uh, voluntarily. Uh, and we are now waiting outside... Uh, to talk to the abbot. We requested that the the mongrel man go fetch the abbot so we could talk to him and respectfully are waiting outside for our audience. Uh, well, and actually, I, I think he came out and said, he's ready to speak to you now, and then I, I requested that we end the session because we were going too
1: long. I would like to make a correction. You might be respectfully waiting. Aizen is, uh, actually spray-painting genitalia on the side of the wall. Oh, man. Wow.
2: Wow.
1: I, I can't remember anything else that was, um... Super major that came up. So I think we're in good shape. Yeah. Hey, just real quick before we get started, I would like to point out
0: that the squares on this map are actually ten feet by ten feet. Oh uh, wow! Not, not five by five like we're used
1: to.
2: Uh it's actually cubits.
1: Oh. No, I thought we committed to using um Spans. Fathoms. Fathoms. Yeah.
2: <laughs> um so you did you walked to the front, I think. Um so you're you are uh, I think
0: we said we were we were waiting out in the garden. Oh, are you?
2: Okay. Either way. Um, so, you're waiting out in the garden, and you hear that same peculiar character uh, that you had just spoken to—the one that intervened during your fight with the uh, Flesh Golem. He walks out the front door over here, um, so you're about a hundred feet away from the garden. And uh, he, um, well, I will describe him again to you. Uh, this this character. He's about four foot seven um and stout and he has two heads he's got a normal looking head i mean normal albeit kind of dopey looking and then he has a like a malformed baby head next to it that's just are those still. horns
3: on his head yeah
2: it looks like he's like a satyr
0: almost on his head his it, right our left they're
2: not they're not really horns they're just uh he just has a bad haircut um what what is even more noticeable than his haircut, however, is that um, in place of a like a normal left hand, he has a he has a crab's pincer, and uh, instead of a right foot, he has a bear claw. Um, and to round out all the strange appendages, he's wearing uh, a, an ill-fitting monk's robe with a hempen rope belt. And so he walks out the front door. Uh, here, and you hear him call out to you. Uh, the, the, the abbot is is ready to to see you now. I I kind of hear him
0: and walk over from the garden where we're all at, uh, and I go, uh, "Thank you." What is your
2: name, by the way? He uh, looks down at the ground um, and says, uh, cl- "Cloven." Cloven? Like a hoof? Cloven. B- but with, with an eye. Oh. Clo-
0: okay. Alright, Cloven. Um, Alright, great. Where is uh, Where is the abbot?
2: Uh, r- r- right. Right this way. And he pushes the main door open and guides you into a courtyard. And... Ooh, and there's a well. It's a huge, mm-hmm. ten-foot mm-hmm. wide well. <laughs> yeah. <clears> That's <throat> about five feet wide. It takes up half the square. Uh, the thick fog that fills this courtyard swirls as if eager to escape oh my but, god it hates itself <laughs> what it, <does> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it it groans um, the courtyard is surrounded by a 15 foot high curtain wall I don't know oh it like literally curtains um, on which stand no that doesn't make any fucking sense the courtyard is surrounded by a 15 foot high curtain wall on which stand several guards with their backs to eat. or so it seemed at first what is a curtain wall it's a wall made know. of curtains.
3: Uh, a fortified wall around a medieval <laughs> <Yes>. castle, typically <laughs> with parapets, towers together.
2: <laughs> okay. Uh, we're learning a lot about walls. Um, is that like a barbican? <laughs> or so it seemed at first. It's clear now that these guards are merely scarecrows. Wooden doors to the north and east. And bear in mind that north is actually left on this uh, map lead to the abbey's two wings. In the center of the courtyard is a stone well fitted with an iron winch, to which a rope and bucket are attached. Along the perimeter, tucked under the overhanging wall, are several stone sheds with padlocked wooden doors, as well as three shallow alcoves that contain wooden troughs. Two wooden posts pounded into the rocky earth have iron rings bolted to them, and chained to one of them is a short humanoid with bat wings and spider mandibles. The quiet hey, is Glovin. Sh- oh. shattered by horrible screams coming from the sheds. Mm-hmm. Gloven, what is in the sheds? <laughs> um, and he says... Uh, um, uh, uh, and as he is uh, maybe working up a response for you, this door to the north opens. So it's the door that
0: leads into like the other part of the right. closed abbey compound that we have not gone into.
2: Exactly. And a... And a man strides out. And he is the most beautiful, well-put-together man you have ever seen. Not just in Baroque. Um, he's tall, chiseled. Um, his clothes are perfectly cut. His hair is immaculate. His eyes are bright blue and piercing. Um, and he walks out to you very stately, uh... And says, welcome to the abbey." Hello. Uh, I take it you are the Abbot? He says, what can I do for you?
1: You didn't answer the question.
0: I take it you are the Abbot? That's not actually a question. Are, are you, you the, the Abbot? abbot?
2: <laughs> yes. <laughs> what is your name? Oh, people just call me the Abbot. I have no need for a name of my own. I am but a humble servant of the Morning Lord. Uh, okay, does the Morning Lord,
1: uh, it sounds like you're torturing people. Does the Morning Lord do that a lot? No. Okay.
2: You you do not understand that of which I speak. Yeah,
1: enlighten me.
0: He, uh, I am Light of Dawn, by the way. Uh, this is Aizen and Cockabee.
2: Hello. Hello. He, he looks at all of you and says, The Morning Lord is not quick to pass judgment, and neither should you be. Well,
1: I won't need to pass judgment if you explain why there's a bunch of screams coming from your sheds.
2: It's because the sheds are... Full of people. Why are the people screaming? And why are they in there?
1: So far, I'm not happier than I was when I started this conversation.
2: Are you saying that to him? Yeah. (laughs) He says, I will explain, but I need you to be receptive. And I don't get the impression that you're in that state of mind.
1: Uh, Yeah, I'll admit that I'm uh, coming into this a bit biased against you since you appear to be torturing people. But if you can provide me a good explanation, I'll listen.
2: He, uh, shakes his head and, and chuckles like, like he would, you know, like he's explaining something to a child. Um, and he says, There are evil things in this world, and there are forces which afflict the good with the bad. And the morning lord has charged me to protect those who I can, and, uh, that involves me sometimes helping people in ways in which they cannot help themselves. Do you understand?
1: Uh, not quite. So, what, who ends up in the shed? Describe to me a person who ends up in the shed. Because you did call them people.
2: Well, I suppose they were people once. Now, that may be a generous description. You see, this abbey was, for many years, inhabited by a family, the Bellevue, and they descended into evil. They defied the Morning Lord with their sick and perverted practices, but he took pity upon them and he charged me with their rehabilitation. And so here I am doing that good work. How is the
0: what you are doing rehabilitative?
2: Well they need to understand that what they're doing is wrong. What's the end what game? What, what are they, what do? are they doing? What, how do they Yeah. You go first.
3: We all ask at the same yeah, wh- time, what are they doing? <laughs> Yeah, what are
2: they doing that it's so wrong that so he, they need to be... He points at Clovis, um, or Cloven, Cloven. Who, is, who is still standing there, and he says, "We'll take a look at young Cloven. He seems like a, a stand-up fellow. Um, and uh, the abbot says, Cloven, disrobe for these men. Oh. and Cloven, you don't have to do that. Cloven, uh, looking unhappy but powerless to resist, um unties his hempen rope belt and lets his monk <coughs> robe fall to the ground. And you can see a body that is covered in um... It, it's just deformed. Like all, all these weird animal replacements to his miscellaneous limbs. hes He's got a torso that's covered in patches of fur and scars and scales and all, all kinds of weird stuff. And as, he, as his robe falls to the ground he looks down in shame. And the abbot says, You see, no good person would have been afflicted in this way. This is a punishment that the Morning Lord reserves only for the. Well, what the did most he do? Wicked. What
1: did Clovis do? It's Cloven.
2: Clovin. Sorry, what did Cletus do? <laughs> uh, he has not extended the Morning Lord into his heart.
1: Uh, Eisen stops listening and says, Listen, I have an intelligence of seven. This conversation is not doing it for me. And he marches over to one of the, uh, one of the sheds, and is, unless somebody stops him, going to try to rip the door open to see what's going on.
2: The, uh, the abbot shouts in a thunderous voice, and you can hear that there's something supernatural about it. He says, stop.
1: Okay. Do I stop, or do I have a chance to make
2: a save? It is, I'm, I'm not gonna force anything here, you, you recognize this as something very powerful
1: um but okay, it does not tell you. And I will I will pause. I will turn, but I will not step away. My
2: hands on the door. So the abbot says, I can sense the good in you, and I know that you want nothing more than to be an agent of the morning lord, as as do all of us. That's incorrect. And I I am here to give you an opportunity to plant a seed of righteousness. Okay. Uh me? Change change what, what, tags here. What does that mean? He snaps his fingers, and um, and a woman emerges uh, from the same room that he came from. Um, and she is dressed very simply. Uh, but you can see looking at her that al- although she's she's beautiful, she is also um sewn together in the same way that the uh, the creature you fought was. Okay, so this is another one of your uh, flesh golems? He says, that is a very crude way of referring to my work, but... Is it wrong? Like, is it inaccurate? It is not inaccurate, but I would say that it is wrong.
0: So I, I guess I, I'm
2: missing, <laughs> like, most of the pieces of this puzzle still. So what...
0: Did you create this, this, you know, whatever you would call it?
2: And if so, why? What is the point? He, he says, I am creating... I have grief, a beautiful bride for Strah, A bride so beautiful that when he sets his eyes upon her, his malice towards this land will be forgotten. What makes you think that this is what the Morning Lord wants? Because I, I doubt I
0: doubt that it is what the Morning Lord wants.
2: I do not doubt, because he speaks to me in every moment.
0: How do you know it's actually the Morning Lord as opposed to say
2: you're actually just insane? He tilts his head back and laughs in an insane way and says, These are, I can tell by your questions that you have not had such a conversation. But there is still time for it. He says, I i am almost ready to present her to Strahd and I require but one thing, and that is a dress befitting of her beauty. Mm-hmm. If you would bring me such a dress, a bridal gown, then I know that the Morning Lord will set your spirits free of this place. If we do that,
0: will so are you going to go to Strad with this bride of course because I mean he's just I'll, I'll tell you he's just gonna kill you I which actually I've actually kind of like this plan
1: yeah um let's let's back up a moment let's say he doesn't kill you what do you do then
2: well he will not because the morning Lord will not allow y- okay yeah yeah he didn't kill you what what's next for you Barovia is safe right. yeah, but yeah, but what do, do you do? do?
1: We're on the same. Lyd <laughs> and I are on the same wavelength right now.
2: I continue to spread his good word throughout the land. Okay, all right. Oh yeah. Well, okay. then, never mind. This plan sucks now.
1: Yeah. Um, well. Well, hold on. That was contingent on him surviving, which he wouldn't.
0: Well, here's the thing, though. Strad hates everybody, right? So if he knows that, yeah, that's and yeah, I, like I, I'm saying this so that the Epic can hear, like you are basically like a maniac. And you are causing terror, and you're not up to any good. So actually, Strad would probably let you live to come back here simply because your mere presence torments the good citizens
1: of Karajh. Yeah, that's
2: you're an insane true.
0: madman.
1: Well, why do you keep um? Now that your your lady's done here, I only need his address. Are you gonna keep digging
2: up corpses? I assume that's you. He looks at you and says, "My work is for the good of all." Uh, well, and I take the materials that I need to serve the people of this land, and the Morning I Lord. fail
1: to see how it helps the people in the town that you live in.
2: He says, "'The people in, in this village, they have seen more than their fair share of hardship. They have lost loved ones, children sometimes. But the Morning Lord looked down upon them, and he said, "'Not you. Not now. It is not your time. I still have plans for you, and I am fulfilling those plans.' They are now participating in something so much greater than they ever could in life as a part of the Bride of Strahd and the uh, deliverance from his
0: evil. Hey, I got a question for you. What kind of control do you exert over your creations here? He looks at the bride and he says, y- you mean her? No, I mean all of these people. I did not create them. Okay, whatever. What kind of control, like Cloven, like if you told him to jump off a cliff, would he can be compelled to do so? I would never ask it, but no. I, he is he is no thrall of mine. He is a... Okay. I turn to Cloven and I say, Cloven, you and your people will never get whatever you're looking for here. Like, this dude is crazy and he cannot do whatever he says he's going to do. Your life will only continue to be terrible. You and your people should leave. Make a persuasion check.
1: Ooh, spicy.
0: All right. My persuasion... I usually do pretty well at this. <laughs> And I've got inspiration. Oh, okay, I'm gonna use my nice. inspiration.
1: <laughs> well, you didn't want to go with that? <laughs> no. Probably would've gotten him. Oh, well, that's a
2: bit better. Much better. Oh, 21. Man. Okay. So, you, uh, you say this to Cloven, and he he seems to stand up a little straighter, and he, he puts his his robe back on and cinches it in a way that makes you think, maybe you got through to him. Um, and, uh... With perfect timing, the abbot then says, Cloven, look at me, and locks eyes with Cloven. And he says, mm-hmm. Cloven, you are the way that you are, because you are the product of sin. And you are sin.
1: Eisen opens the door, and says, like, fuck this.
2: I want not know what to say. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, so you open a shed, and you see um, another, uh, another being that appears... Very similar. Um... Similar to Cloven, I assume. Similar to Cloven. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you're looking at, uh, this character that's, uh, four foot nine and squatting. Instead of standing upright, it looks like the legs won't allow it. Um, he looks like a beardless dwarf with patches of donkey flesh covering his face and body. He's got one human ear and one wolf's ear and a protruding wolf's snout and fangs. His arms and hands are human, but his legs and feet are leonine. I don't know what that means. Feline?
1: That's lion-like. Like a lion?
2: Okay. Mm-hmm. And he has a donkey's tail. He can barely speak common. And he, when you open the door, he's making these sort of barking laughs that sound like a, a donkey's bray. And he wears a, a tattered yellow wool cloak. Um, okay. Does so he seem you open, immediately hostile? Uh, he, he seems frightened and hysterical. Um, right. And so, as you when you open the door and the light spills in, he covers his eyes and howls. Aizen uh,
1: turns to the abbot and says, you need to be put down.
2: And the abbot says, you do not understand what you are saying, and I will give you this last opportunity to leave this place in peace. But I will not allow you to upend the morning or its plans in this land to deliver its people.
1: I will turn to my companions and say... Gents, what do you think?
0: Cloven, it's about to get ugly in here. <coughs> I recommend you fight with us.
2: He, uh, actually, make another persuasion check.
0: I've, on, I've only got one inspiration
2: left. I'm on oh short. So. <laughs> 19. Okay. Um, the abbot looks at Cloven and says, Cloven, you will do no such thing. Um, Cloven, it's
0: never going to get better if you side with him, I promise. And he says, Cloven,
2: you shut those doors now. There will never be an end, Cloven. And Cloven shakes his head and turns and runs this, like, limping, stilted run out the front door, leaving them open behind him. Nice. Good job, Cloven. Uh, I, was, I was hoping he would join us. Eh,
1: whatever. Um, Aizen rejoins his friends. All right, boys. All right. What do you want to do? <laughs> Abbot,
3: draw your steel. It's time to stop your evil, Abbot.
1: I, I... I draw my lightsaber. Yeah, I'm I'm going to guess this is more than we can chew, but we'll see.
3: I'll do eyes of the grave.
1: Oh, yeah, I can't wait.
3: As <laughs> as Cockabee takes a fighting pose, his eyes just go green.
2: Mm.
0: I was really hoping we could get the mongrel folk on our side. Yeah, that'd, be, that'd be a fun dog pile. Th- these guys shouldn't like the abbot.
1: I feel like they shouldn't, but...
0: Like, like the caged ones? So if we could get them out here fighting against the abbot, that would be good.
1: Yeah. I don't know if that ever, were, like, you know, table talk, but the whole unnatural beauty thing to me says Faye. So, like, I'm sure they're all enthralled or something. Time to fight the abbot.
2: Yeah, alright. So he let never did give us his down. name.
1: That's fine. His name His name is Abigail. Ab- yeah. Abe the abbot. <laughs> Let's, uh... Yeah, it's Abraham. Dude, good role Tester. Thanks. I
3: thought I changed that. God. <laughs> they keep coming back. <laughs>
1: yeah. It'll,
3: it'll never
0: go away. <laughs> the
2: abbot went and dug the grave up of
0: Tester. Of Tester. and his bed. Yeah. Mm.
2: Okay, so the abbot's eyes... When, when Cloven leaves and he sees the, the group of you... Um, he's going to get the backup, guys. Like, brandishing <laughs> your weapons. Um, his eyes blaze. They crackle with what appears to be lightning. And he says... Crossing the Morning Lord was a terrible mistake. You're not the Morning Lord. Yeah, you, fool.
1: Just, you You, uh. It sounds like you crossed, crossed the Morning you. Lord. There's no way he approves of this shit. Damn uh, <laughs> And. Oh,
2: yeah, let's yeah, see. Uh, okay, Cockabee <clears throat> is up first. So, you guys are standing around the well. He is uh, about 20 feet away from you. Um, remember that these are 10 foot squares. Right. Um, and he, he appears to be standing there unarmed. What do you do?
3: Um. So I, so first of all, I I went, I did eyes of the grave, so I can see undead now. Okay, if there's uh, any he,
2: around. he is not undead, and you don't see any other around. <clears throat>
3: okay, doesn't look like there's any undead around, boys. Um, cool. And then uh, you know what? I will walk up to him and say slowly, <laughs> slowly, uh, and say, um. <clears throat> You, you, I don't know. <laughs> you messed up when you defiled the dead and and stuff. Respect the grave. Hashtag respect the grave. There it is. And then uh, mm. I'll cast. Uh, I'll reach out and kind of grab his chest and cast inflict that for level And cast cast what? Inflict wounds. Ooh. Inflict. Oh, spicy. Um. So it's a spell attack. Uh, that's a nine. <laughs> I should stop okay. doing this. I never get good rolls. Yeah, that's not going to hit. <laughs> yeah. He swats my hand away, and I'm like, uh. Okay. <laughs> ow, ow, ow. Good uh, time to shine. Yep. <laughs> that's my turn. Okay.
0: Okay, Tester is up. Tester I'm going to do my, uh, you know, the thing that I do. I'm going to teleport behind him uh, and do my assault uh, thing that I do. So I'm going to make uh, three uh, weapon attacks. Do I get advantage because I'm behind him flanking him?
3: Uh, yeah.
0: Okay, great.
3: I did something good my turn, yeah.
0: Uh-huh. 20-something. 23 to hit. The second one is 25, and the other one's 22. So I imagine those all hit.
2: Uh, they all hit.
0: So, give me one sec. No,
1: time for you, five minutes of, of dice rolling yeah. to determine
0: how much time. <laughs> dam-
2: mm-hmm.
0: The damage is a little weird. Uh, I should be able to do it all at one time. 51, which I think we said last time was actually the average. Oh. <laughs> um, so I do fifty-one radiant damage, to the uh, to Abigail.
1: <laughs> right, Abigail yeah, be
0: Uh Oh, great, he's resistant. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, uh, Wait, and what? then I warp fifty. He takes twenty-five damage. He's resistant to radiant damage. Oh, do you um, know
1: something I don't?
3: But did it did it like flash on the screen when it flashed on the screen? Yeah. Oh fuck. Um.
0: I guess he's but, not a fae. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So then I teleport fifteen feet in a random direction.
3: Oh. What happens if you go outside the walls?
1: Is it blocked uh, by walls? I don't think so. <laughs> oh my! This
3: might be really funny. How do we? How do we want to do this, DM? Um, I want you to roll
2: a D eight, and then I, with okay, yeah, you know, with with one being, um, one being north, three being east. Yeah. Okay. So I guess that so that'll put you like over here somewhere. Okay.
1: <laughs> he ends up inside this closet. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. And then
0: uh that's that's my turn.
1: Okay, so you've so been shunted I'm, I'm still right slashes, next to him.
0: And it's just it's like I'm slicing through him and it's like right. the, the light seems to be
2: like bouncing around his skin. I'm so like you are hmm, slashing hmm. at him and you notice that he's just not react. Um he's standing there and then um you hear him say something really cool like they know not what they do. And <laughs> Uh-oh. uh oh Jesus. Using- and then Jesus um, from the Book of John,
0: specifically, I believe.
2: You, uh, you see these angelic wings explode from his back, but they're like spirit wings. Oh, they don't, they great. don't pierce his clothing. And you see this this holy looking aura surround him. And oh. <laughs> uh, in one in his right hand, he holds a long sword, and in his left hand, he holds a mace. Both are glowing, crackling with energy. That's cool. And telepathically, he shouts at all three of you, I will send you from this land to a better place. Oh, cool. That's that's the whole goal. Guys, <laughs> yeah. to leave. <laughs> that's kind
3: of what we're going for here.
2: <laughs> mm. To the court of the Morning Lord. Mm. Um, and he turns and uh, makes uh, two attacks, one with the mace and one with the sword on Light of Dawn. Oh, good. The guy who gets hit the most. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the guy with the highest dexterity. Uh, okay, so that is a 22 to hit, 9 bludgeoning, 9 radiant. Okay. And then he follows up with a second strike, uh, 27 to hit, mm. 10 bludgeoning, 22 radiant. <clears throat> okay, I'm unconscious. Okay, and then he turns and looks at the other two and says, Do not move, you will join your friends soon. Oh, uh,
1: Aizen moves. Uh, he approaches, goes into a rage, and says, You fucker! And just takes a swing. Takes a big old. By the way, when he went into a rage, he uh, did the tail. I'll mark off another rage. Just a big old overhand chop with the axe. And uh, he's he's real mad. He doesn't like seeing his, his buddy lighted on. Yeah. Getting hurt like that. I'm
0: sure he isn't
1: resistant to uh, non-magical Oh, that's uh, a crit. Damage.
2: Oh, sweet. Oh, yeah.
1: I'm sure It'll do like two damage instead of one damage.
2: <laughs> Look at these dice. <laughs> yeah, they're amazing, right?
1: <laughs> so that's, I guess, 26 damage with uh, the addition of the crit stuff. So if he is resistant, it would be 13. Does
3: that include okay. your raging damage?
1: Oh, right. Um, plus two because I'm raging. I don't know if that also gets halved. So it'd be twenty-eight, yeah, well, so fourteen. Your total damages have okay. So fourteen damage total if you're having it, and then a uh, second strike. That's a twenty-seven, not a crit.
2: Okay, that will hit.
1: Or um, eighteen. Half of that is nine.
2: Okay. Yeah. So it's got to be pretty
1: close to dead at this point. I
2: mean, <laughs> we basically yeah. got him. We- Um, so... Oh my god, it was only four. (laughs) It got half twice. Oh no. Oh, oh, you already cut it in half. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: The first one I also pre-cut in half for you. That was, uh... So it should have been 14 14. damage and 9 damage.
2: Okay, there you go. Um, so... (laughs) It's extra bad. You approach him, um, and shout, and you make these two strikes. And again, they... he, He doesn't even attempt to move out of the way. They make, um, you know, what appear to be superficial wounds, um, and he just looks at you with this perfectly calm uh, gaze, and uh, you can tell he's coming for you next. Cockabee is oh up. baby,
3: <laughs> thank God. Cockabee <laughs> runs towards his best friend in the world and says, "Eisen, <laughs> <laughs> I need to heal my dog." And then he runs over and to he runs home. to Aizen. Um, <laughs> he he runs to Light of Dawn and says, you're not going down that easy. Well, I mean, you're going to get back up. Um, yeah. <laughs> you're not going down that easy twice. Um, I'll make sure of that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'll make sure of that. And he'll cast Cure Wounds at third level. Um, and because I'm a Grave Cleric and you have zero hit points, I don't need to roll die. It does the maximum amount of healing. Um, so that's 3d8, so 24 Plus my spellcasting modifier, which is plus four, so that's 28 points of healing. Oh, uh, yeah. 28 points He's, of healing damage. Um, he,
0: uh, like, goes T-pose and just rotates
3: about his ankles and just is standing up again. Um,
1: you see the abbot sweating.
3: Then as a bonus action, I'll turn and look determined at the abbot. Mm. Okay. Tester is you're up. You're going down, but you're okay. going down. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> you're gonna be built those. into a wall
2: yeah we got this
0: guys <laughs> what spells do <don't> I have
3: <laughs> um, <laughs> maybe I should believe <laughs> uh,
0: let's see um, I will I will do two weapon attacks uh, and then I'm gonna cast a spell as my bonus action like I said I could a while ago so I'll, uh, so again I'm flanking advantage no uh,
2: yeah you know <laughs> it won't matter
0: no. It, so, sorry, was that a yes or a no? Yeah, you can have advantage. <laughs> okay, uh, mm. Oh, that's a natural 20.
1: Uh, that's a natural 20. Um, 16, radiant damage. Yeah, the, the radiant uh, uh, is really unfortunate. Well,
0: I mean, he's just as resistant to radiant as he is to physical, so what's the difference? I just it It's still a plus two weapon. I know,
1: I just wish it was like fire or something.
0: Yeah, that's true. 21 to hit. That'll hit. 4, damage. And then I'm going to hit him with a... Thunder Wave. Ooh. Um, <clears throat> You know, because that's what I'm going to do. So, uh, he needs to make a... I, I'm, I'm casting it in such a way that affects just him. I'm casting it, like, at an angle towards the, the bottom of the map here. Um, so, he needs to make a... Constitution Saving Throw... Uh, DC fifteen. No, I'm sure he's gonna that. kind of sickly to me. <laughs> he passes. Sounds like he has advantage on this because mm. I heard two dice being rolled. Uh, then uh, nothing happens. Uh, the ground shakes, but he uh, he's levitating one inch off of it, so me. he doesn't care. <laughs> he goes mm. and let it down, uh huffs. What? It was a good idea, anyway. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um. And uh, that completes my turn. Okay. Well, the abbot turns to Light of Dawn, and he says, Anything I do in my effort to defeat Strahd is right. <laughs> what?
0: <laughs> that's some interesting morality. Uh, well, actually, shit, that's... Cool. Yeah, Light of Dawn nods his head and goes, yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> He's Is he reading my with... mind right now? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so he yeah, but swings wrong, his mace though. at you and does uh, 10 bludgeoning and 27 radiant damage.
0: <laughs> what uh, what was the roll? Because I might be able to use shield to avoid it. 27 to hit. Okay, that uh, wouldn't be effective.
2: Okay, what was it? I, 10, I heard 10 bludgeoning, 27 radiant. Oh my god. Okay, I'm unconscious god. again. <laughs> <laughs> and then he immediately slashes back with his sword in his right hand at... Eyes. Uh, 22 to hit on Aizen. That'll hit. Okay, 8 bludgeoning, 15 radiant.
1: Okay, the 8th gets cut in half, so that is 19 damage. If right.
0: only you were Path of the Totem Warrior, or whichever one that gives you resistance to everything but
2: psychic damage.
1: <laughs> That's pretty cool.
2: Okay, and the abbot is done. So, just to sum up what's going on now, there's a fight in the middle of the courtyard. The three of you are effectively surrounding the abbot, who has, um... He, he's assumed this like particularly angelic-looking form with these these spirit wings surrounding him. Although he hasn't done anything with them, and he's standing pretty much immobile, only really changing his position to occasionally lash out with a weapon. But he's really been bullying um, Light of Dawn with it, and now he's turning his attention to Eisen. As Light of Dawn slumps to the ground for a second time, and Aizen is up. Finally, finally, our TPK. Yeah. <laughs> It's fine. We'll win.
1: Aizen's going to slip around to the side so that he's opposite Cockabee and will attack. May I get advantage?
2: Uh, Sure. <laughs> yeah, why not? Yeah. Why well, not? It doesn't yeah, matter, it matter because
1: we're going to lose. Mm.
2: Um, I've never lost to a player before.
1: Okay. So that's a 22. <laughs> so uh, 22 hits, I believe, right? It does. All right. Roll damage. And that's uh, another 18 cut in half is 9 damage. Okay. And then another one, 23. That'll be, it got, man, every time. Um, that That is another total of 9 damage after being cut in half. So Jack,
0: he's, he's weak to tail damage. You should be using your tail. He is not. Oh, well, never mind then.
1: It's only at later levels that my uh, beast attacks become magical for the purpose of overcoming resistances. That's actually at the next level. I was level. just making a joke. <laughs> oh. Um, but yeah, so Aizen is, he did a, did like a pommel. I don't know if it's still called a pommel, but you know, the end of the stick, just try to beat the guy on the head. Didn't seem to do much. And then a swipe uh, against the... The torso and it just seemed like it kind of bounced off, I guess. Not happy.
2: Okay. So, um, oh, never mind. It's Cockabee's turn.
3: <laughs> I, no, I, I you really know like his like
2: status indicator, this like,
3: yeah, blue the, disc the blue that thing that shows it's your turn. Yeah. Okay, so, uh, Cockabee is going to kind of like hold on to his symbol of Killambor and then open. Uh, his palm, and then from his palm the the fog that's trying to escape the courtyard in vicinity of him is just going to start turning green uh, Hmm. as he casts Aura Vitality. And then I'll use my bonus action to heal Light of Dawn 12 uh, 2d6, since he's at 0 it would be 12 hit points. Oh yeah! I mean, heal
0: me one, heal me fifty. It really doesn't matter. That's that's kind of what I was
3: thinking there. I just want to get this up because it increases the things I can do. Oh yeah, for sure. Okay, as long as you stay alive. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm I'm concentrating on this. Concentrate. Okay. Think, think. All right, guys, we can do this. Come on. Uh, Maybe. All right,
0: you're going down, motherfucker. (laughs) And
2: I I attack. Oh yeah. By
3: the way, what's our strategy now?
2: Uh, what's oh next? Oh right, the strategy. yeah, it's your turn. Okay, go ahead, light it yeah. on. No advantage this time
0: because I ain't flanking no more. Okay, that's gonna miss. Yep, presumably. Uh uh-huh. And then that should hit. Uh, it hits for a whopping twelve, so six radiant damage, and then I'm gonna hit him this time with the burning hands. So he needs to make a DC fifteen. I think it's dexterity, dexterity saving throw. He passes. Okay. Uh, well, he'll actually take... Actually, should he have taken half damage on the other one? Oh, yeah, he should have taken half damage on the other one. I just forgot. Um, but anyway, so he will take half of 3d6 fire damage. Not bad, 16, so he'll take 8 fire damage. Nice. Which, if he's resistant to that, he'll take 4. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone's watching the screen. (laughs) Um. (laughs) It just says 1. Oh, no. Ah, ah. Um. Uh, oh. no, no, no! So it should be eight because he passed his six. Oh, oh, right. Okay. Um, now I I misread it on the other one. Do you want me to do no. the damage for the thunder wave that he should have taken? Nope. Okay. <laughs> uh, I go. Aha! Uh, fire. At it. It's it's weakness, guys. Uh, throw matches at him, and then uh, <laughs> that
1: completes my turn. Somebody he goes. Damage. Oh, what's all I got?
0: <laughs> he he goes. <laughs>
2: He's, he's breathing hard okay. he there is he he shouts he shouts beloved we could do some help <laughs> So he squats abruptly and I'm gonna give you all the opportunity to make an opportunity attack. I take it all right okay
1: sure. <laughs> I will yeah. also take it Well you go first but I'm taking mine once it comes around um sunblade I miss natural one on Kakami.
2: oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all missed. 14, baby. <laughs> okay, so you all miss, Cockabee, you fall over. Like you you <laughs> lunge at him, but he so he squats and then in an you instant the well. he explodes upward. Um and flies hundreds of feet into the air. Hundreds, you, you say. Out of,
0: take cover.
2: <laughs> hundreds. And then he says you you can hear his voice in your mind saying, leave this place, and do not take the Bellevues with you. For every Bellevue that walks out of this place, I will kill a citizen of Kresk. You're evil. And he he sends back a message, anything I do in the pursuit of Strahd is good. (laughs) Uh, What if it's counterproductive, though? (laughs) What if it's not actually effective? And then you get a message that says, you hear... The number that you <laughs> had uh, <laughs> <and> reach. <laughs> hmm. All right. All right. So he's gone. He is high. Uh, Like, <laughs> he's just watching us. He's, he's up in the sky watching you now. You can see him <laughs> distant, looking down on you.
3: Damn it. This is what we needed Corvid with his, like, 1,200-foot range. Uh, yeah. Eldritch uh-huh. Blasts. Yeah.
1: Yeah, you see right. a pile of dirt off to the side, and you go, oh.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay, guys. So,
1: what do you think? What
0: should we do? Well, we um, should remember that well, he's while he's up this there, is going we can't do anything. Every
3: six seconds, you're getting healed two d six. Right? No, I trust Amalware. We, we should keep that in <laughs> but mind. as long she's as she's
1: there, we can't do anything.
0: Well, we can't do anything to him. So, what do we do? Um,
3: should we explore in here and see if maybe there's like a weakness to him or something? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess we could. <laughs> He's got the phylactery around. Uh, is is the the bride of Shroud still here? Uh, she is standing in the doorway, not moving. I I go up and I like wave in front of her face. Like, is she like lucid? Can she talk?
2: No, she's not really reactive. I mean, mm-hmm. you can you can see movement. Like, you can tell that she's breathing. Um, mm-hmm. But despite having her eyes open, she's just not responsive. Okay, I,
0: I wait about 30 seconds so that I'm back to full health. <laughs> Dude, if I wait, does anything happen? No. Okay, so I'm back to full health. Wait, wait are you telling <laughs> me that you do wait? Yes. Nothing happens. Okay, great. So I'm back to full health, Uh, and then I, I say, excuse me, miss, I would like to go inside.
3: Okay, I said, now you're healing.
0: She obediently cool. shuffles
2: off to the side out of your way. Be right back, boys. Uh, And I go inside.
3: Wait, I'm coming too.
2: Yeah, I'm following. Okay and just like that we're going to take a break good job guys <laughs> another dub
3: <laughs> oh man and because of because of the global lighting we can't see the intricate detail that whoever designed this for us put into it to make sure like the windows were visible yeah you know oh wow. like look at this detail you can't move past <clears> these <throat> railings cuz they block your movement that's amazing
2: gentle sounding yeah, music but the, we're also twice as big as we should be gentle sounding music trickles <laughs> down from above played on a single stringed instrument by some unseen master the ground floor is one large 50 foot square room with arched leaded glass windows a cauldron sits on an iron rack above a fire and a hearth while above the fireplace mantel hangs a golden disc engraved with the symbol of the sun in one corner a wooden staircase climbs to the upper level, while in another corner a stone staircase descends into darkness. Should the should the music be playing when the abbot is gone and his wife is outside? I mean you walk in and you hear music. Okay.
0: Hey guys, let's go upstairs. It sounds like there's somebody there.
2: Several chairs surround a wooden table that stretches nearly the length of the room. Wooden dishware and gold candelabras are neatly arranged on the table, standing behind which Oh no, that's not right. She is not standing behind it. She is standing pressed up against the wall where the Light of Dawn put her over here.
0: I go over and I knock over one of the chairs and I go, "This guy sucks." And then I, I walk <laughs> up the stairs. And- mm. You can you walk can up go upstairs. ahead and
3: walk up the stairs. Yeah, go ahead and walk up them. Walk up the stairs.
2: Yeah, walk up. The you stairs what to what walk up, up, up the stairs. Walk
3: up the stairs. Oh wow, look how cool that was. <laughs> oh man, look, we're upstairs now. How'd that happen?
0: Oh, oh my god! But I can't see past one foot. <laughs>
2: oh what? <laughs> yeah, well me. <laughs> Maybe I can see darker. mine too. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm going to leave you
0: like that.
1: <laughs> it's really cool. Holy fucking shit, dark. it is
0: so dark. <laughs> you guys, I can't see my own fucking
2: hand.
3: I, that sounds like your token doesn't have vision, then?
2: I don't understand these words. It's a technical <laughs> manifestation of the way you've roleplayed.
3: <laughs> Maybe you, know you should what? make sure I'll, I'll give
2: you. I'll give you more vision, but it's going to be dim. <laughs> I, I gave myself vision, thanks. <laughs> Uh okay, let's see.
3: I want to look at what right, this interrupts. thing is. I really don't like the way these notes are arranged. Or this, I, I noticed this building the map. Should this be on the map? What the box around the the like arm or whatever?
0: Yeah. Also, is uh, <laughs> is this bed ten feet long? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah ten feet long. It's it's a giant. Scale? <laughs> oh,
2: apparently, yeah. Mike Schley was he was really up to something kooky when he was doing this. Yeah,
3: he's definitely Uh, on crack. It's part of the horror, you know. Everything is a weird dimension. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, look at these uh, (laughs) four-foot-long bottles of of wine
0: or whatever. Uh,
2: The wooden stairs climb 20 feet to a loft with a pitched roof and a door in the center of the south wall. Unlit lanterns hang from the rafters, and a rope dangles from a bronze bell lodged in the belfry 30 feet overhead. The room is filled with the sound of beautiful music, a melody so enchanting that it adds a bit of much-needed warmth to the otherwise freezing room. A black shroud covers a humanoid shape lying on a wooden table, but the music does nothing to stir. A cot heaped with furs rests in the northeast corner, surrounded by empty wine bottles. An oil lamp burns atop a table nearby, silhouetting, um... What, it looks like something between... It looks like a large violin kind of instrument. Um, and oh, although okay. no bow is moving across it, it, it plays on its own, and that is the source of the music. Hmm. Very spooky. I, I
0: want to remove the shroud from the figure. On yeah, I'm very curious.
1: Hmm. Okay. You turn around, there's an angel standing there, tapping your shoulder, going, don't do it.
2: Ah! <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> um, alright. So... Beneath the shroud lies a creature made of stitched together body parts. Eisen recognizes some of those as parts of his own. Oh, great! Oh my God! Uh-huh. Eisen shrugs <laughs> and walks away. <laughs> I just give up. Um, but then you realize that your eyes are playing tricks. For what truly lies atop the table are chopped up body parts, all of them taken from cold, gray, lifeless women, waiting to be stitched together into something. Love. what is this bride 2.0 or something?
3: This is disgusting. Maybe should we take these body parts and and uh, I
0: him? wouldn't I wouldn't take anything. Yeah, not not yet. Let's uh let's I, I think it's a good idea once we've dealt with the situation to you know lay that to rest, but I think right now is not the time.
2: Oh, okay. What is this thing in the middle of the room? Yeah. Uh there is a there's a bell up above it. And so there's a rope. oh I,
0: I I I pull the rope.
2: Oh, great. I ring the bell. As you ring the bell, you hear the the mongrel creatures that were out in the courtyard shriek, um, like ha- stop. happy anticipatory shriek. Oh
1: no, it's dinner time, boys. <laughs> They're gonna feed on each other. All right, let's go to the basement.
3: So, uh, is this violin just playing by itself? Yep, it's kind of cool. Should we take that? No, <laughs> let's leave it for now. <laughs> Don't take anything. <laughs>
1: It's
0: it could be a cool prize, but uh, right now let's let's just leave it to be. Okay, let's go to the basement. We're
3: gonna go to the basement.
0: Well, uh, first before we go, I just want to search like whatever like is this like a
2: cupboard or something? I just want to look around and see if there's anything neato. Um, the cupboard is also filled with empty wine bottles. Okay, what what is this wine? What's the label? <laughs> <laughs> Wizard
0: Retro- wine. wine. Okay. Okay, so I I think we all want to descend and go down into the the basement now. Okay, go ahead.
1: Ooh.
2: (laughs) The stairs, they work so well. This appears to be a wine cellar. The stone steps descend 20 feet to a cellar that contains 10 barrels of wine and an L-shaped wooden rack packed with wine bottles.
0: Uh, I want to pull all of the wine bottles out a little and put them back just to see if there's a uh, a secret... uh, (laughs) <laughs> like, a, it's a secret switch, like a Scooby-Doo
2: episode I saw once. The wine racks contain 33 bottles of Purple Grape Mash Number 3 and 24 <laughs> bottles of Red Dragon Crush. <laughs> um, among the wine battles, bottles on the rack is one with no stopper and a label that reads Champagne du Stomp. Du Stomp? Mm-hmm. Like S-T-E-O-M-P? That's right. Champagne uh, du Stomp. And as you're looking it over, you realize there is a scroll inside the bottle. I break the bottle okay you may add a spell scroll of Hero's feast to your inventory Ooh. Ooh, that
0: is a good one here can one of you guys do that in D beyond because i can't uh, i can't oh end.
1: sure i will add it to my inventory
0: that's a really good one Hero's feast it, like uh i think it gives everyone like 10 temporary hit points for like 24 hours after they do it or something
2: your hit point maximum goes up by 2d10 2d oh shit okay that's much better And you become immune to a bunch of status effects and get, like, advantages on saving throws and things. Uh Uh-huh. And your penis gets bigger. Yep. By 1d4 inches.
0: Wow. Not bad. That means my penis would be 1d4 inches long.
1: (laughs) What level is Hero's Beast? I assume whatever the minimum uh, casting level is. Sixth. Okay. Cool. It's weird. You just just add a, a spell scroll of a level and then... And then I'm just is it just uh, available
0: to cast or something?
1: Yeah, I'm just gonna have to put in a note that the actual Heroes spell Feast. in question is uh is a hero's piece. Okay. Okay. Um cool. Done.
0: Alright. Uh alright. Uh it seems like we've got everything down here, probably. You want to go back upstairs? What's that? what's in the barrels? Wine,
1: presumably.
2: Uh you inspect them and they smell like they contained wine once, but they're empty now. Oh boy, this guy
1: mm. is a lush. I was thinking that this was going to be like a count of Tuscany situation, but maybe not. Tell
0: them about my brother.
1: Tell them about me. All right. Well, <laughs> I don't wanna die. <laughs> so here's the here's here's what we do, guys. Um we we go back, we say good news, it's not shroud. Um and good news, the abbot has uh completed this like project thing. Um, we're gonna come back and and kill him later. But we we messed him up real good this time. And that's See, that's I, our story. I, I, that's not a bad idea. Let, let's explore it a little more.
0: So, uh, I'm I'm curious if we can get the these Porter uh, Bellevues, the Belmonts, uh, on our side,
1: right? I think we can take them down. Here's here's my thought. Maybe I was so impressed by how strong he was that I want to convert. Oh, you think so? <laughs> Maybe. I'm not. I'm not convinced. I'll be honest. Well, uh, yeah. I'm just saying. Like, do you think that could get us anywhere? Probably like, not. What's, more, what's your thought process? As I here? think about it, it's probably not a good idea.
0: <laughs> okay. Um, so, I mean, I love the energy, though. It's good. Uh, so, right, because this guy seems like he kind of got like delusions of grandeur. Um, uh, or, hey, I don't know that much about the Morning Lord. Maybe this is what he wants, but it, it ain't gonna work.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Right? And then, uh, I, I want to peek outside the gate and see where
2: Cloven is. Is he still around? Um, so, as Cloven. you look outside, you can see that, um, he is prostrate in the dirt, just outside the gate, sobbing. For hey, for Cloven. Him. Cloven. He looks up at you. You okay, buddy? And he just shakes his head and he says you y- y- you you have no idea uh, what don't I have an idea about sorry what he'll what he'll do
0: to well like you guys should team up and fight him with if you're
2: fighting with us like we'll kick his ass for sure I mean we're still alive and he looks down and says, then we'll never enter the house of the- all right dude he- what house? The, what house? Of the of the, <laughs> of
0: the morning, morning Lord. Oh, great. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, No, so, dude, like, I'm sorry to tell you, but the abbot has been lying to you this whole time. Um, right. I'm not saying that the house of the Morning Lord is fake or something like that. I don't know anything about that. But I know that this guy is not a servant of Make the Morning Lord. Make
2: a persuasion check. He is crazy. <laughs> That's a 23. So he looks at you wide-eyed. Um, doesn't say anything, but um, you know, you, you can sense that you got through to him, like he heard. You. So, dude, what is your story? Like, what? How did you end up this way?
0: I, I, and don't say that you are a product of sin or something like that. Like, do you remember not I, being
2: the way you are? I, I, I was born, uh, like this.
0: Oh, okay, okay. And I assume that is the case for uh, the rest of your uh,
2: brethren. We, we, our, our family is fallen.
1: But uh, I don't, I, that doesn't make any sense.
2: No,
0: so, I mean, there might what have been some do? sort of, like, original sin kind of situation, and then they are, the, the sins of the
1: father are visited upon the, uh,
0: sons, Yeah, but, like, you know, the that, sons,
1: that's you know? not, uh, no, I'll be honest, Morning Word sounds like kind of a dick.
0: Well, sure, but if he's got the power to do it, then, you know, it's something you still have to wrestle with, agree or disagree. And who's to say the Morning Lord has anything to do with this? Yeah, Yeah,
3: this sounds like kind of the the psychological games that Strahd would like to play.
0: Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, I I suspect it is possible that the Morning Lord has something to do with this, but we don't know that. And we really, we don't have a ton of evidence to say that it definitely does, right? Because the guy who's talking about it is crazy. Um,
3: Well, and, you know, Father Lucian was pretty in with the Morning Lord, and he would have never done anything like this. uh, You know, our good friend Father Lucian. I hope he's doing all right.
0: The morning, Lord.
2: <laughs> um, yeah. So, so as, um, as he's saying that, he um, he walks over to the wall and pulls a, a bottle of Purple Grape Mash number three out from like beneath a, a clot of dirt and pulls the cork out and drinks a lot of it. And a lot of it spills down the front of his robe. And as he's doing that, the, the weird little baby head. Uh, a a forked tongue emerges
0: from its mouth. All right, hey man, you know I wouldn't I wouldn't drink too much of that. You know I I get that this is tough, but uh, keeping a clearer mind is going to be better than uh you know.
3: Yeah, drinking might make you feel better, but it doesn't make your problems go away.
2: Exactly. That's that is well said. He he looks at you and says, "I I are, are you'll make my prop problems go away?" No, 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 no. But alcohol won't either.
0: Probably, unless there's some like, unless you need some disinfecting or something, you know what I mean.
2: Uh, make a persuasion check. I'm gonna fail on any of them. This is the one. Okay, twenty-four. <laughs> <laughs> he drops it like on the four. ground, and the, the the wine just spills into the dirt.
0: Listen, hey, drinking in moderation is okay, but you shouldn't like it's unhealthy he to picks drink. it back up again, right? With your angle. <laughs> no, no, no,
3: no, no. <laughs> that's well. Okay, anyway, it looked like there was some. Seriously, there was some better vintage down in the basement. Maybe we could grab one. Uh, listen let's uh
0: let's let's talk strategy hey how many of your kin are here
2: uh uh uh, 12
0: 12 okay including you yes how many uh, like are you okay are you guys hurt um like how you you seem like a fine upstanding citizen right you are able to talk you seem you know relatively healthy right how many of your kin are like that how many of them are are able to like function you know what i mean N- none None. okay that's not good uh so what you're saying is th- well what about shovel guy he seemed like he was pretty healthy
2: no um uh, he uh I, and he he looks he looks like he's getting frustrated that he's not able to get the words out um and he says he, uh, uh, he you should sh- shut that door why cuz he he'll he'll kill get right can we channel
0: that killing though in a different direction like can we get to to attack the abbot if he came back i i i, I don't I don't think so all right because what I'm getting at is I want you guys to fight for your freedom right and I want to help you in in that fight right you guys I think you have the power like you've got the the physical strength to overcome
2: this you just gotta want it so he looks he kind of clutches his, his robe and rubs his shoulders and looks around at this bleak landscape and says a- 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 and 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 do what with it?
0: I mean, just live, right? Without the uh, oppression of your abbot. Like, you guys could just live in the abbey. You've got a, a place to grow food uh, over to the, whatever direction that is, right? You've got the farm. Uh, you've got some strength, like You've got the home, like, it's just, instead of being, like, tortured all the time, you could just live.
3: You'd be able to actually, you know, do what the Morning Lord wants instead of whatever evil this abbot is trying to get you to do.
2: The the abbot is, he, he's the one who knows what the Morning Lord wants. Well, I'm sure we can find
0: some sort of Morning Lord Bible type thing and, and bring it up here. Um... Well, what I'm saying is, you—if you, you want—you can assert some control over your own destiny, right? Um, and the—the the oppression of the abbot could end. Um, I'm not saying it's going to be easy, and there will be casualties. But isn't like—I'm—I'm I'm telling you, you guys are all going to end up dead, or continuing to suffer with the abbot here, or you can fight, right? And maybe you die, maybe you succeed. But one way or another,
1: it's over, you know? I, I. I... I don't know. Uh Aizen claps him on the shoulder and says, Well think about it. I'm sure we'll be back. We'll see how you're doing then. We should probably yeah. get going.
3: Hmm. I mean, we only checked out half of the place, but we could check out the other That's half. true.
1: We could we could yeah. go to the other part.
3: Should we should we just see like what we're working with here as far as who's in the
1: <laughs> I don't yeah, think well, we wanna antagonize the the angel dude too much.
3: Okay, fair enough, fair enough. All right. So
0: Cloven, what so if we leave right now, what do what do you think will happen?
2: We will be punished, and then everything will be normal.
0: Right, and and normal means right. You guys are being abused. He just looks
2: down at the ground.
0: Right. Listen, I'm not trying to give you a hard time. I'm just trying to. I'm trying to create some mutual understanding here of the the, like what the problem is and what he says
2: the the suffering is how we uh, atone. But
0: what if it's not? Yeah,
2: that's bullshit.
0: Like, what What? if, what if that's not true? What if you've been lied to? I know, well, that is the case, but you know what I mean? Like, I, I get that this is a lot to take in, and I'm not trying to, you know, make you feel bad for not being on the same page as me immediately, but what I'm trying to tell you is that you've been deceived. All of you have. Um, like, you, this, this suffering is pointless. Uh, or at least it is not beneficial to you. Um, it may benefit the abbot, but... It is not your path to salvation. It is only a path to further suffering. He kind of moves his
2: head around. You're not sure if it's a nod or a shake. And he uh, he just sits down. and says, "I I I need to think." Okay.
0: Um, I mean, I, I like I said, I get that this is uh you know a tough time for you. But if you if you take too long thinking, he will come back. Um, like I, what I recommend is you. Try to do whatever you can to muster your forces and and try and do what you can to get them ready to fight. Because once he comes back, you know, as soon as you let him assert that control, it's over.
2: He nods his head as he rocks back and forth on the ground and says, "I I I, I need to think."
0: All right. Well, you know what? I will I will sit here and think with you.
3: <laughs> you know, as as a good friend once told me. All will be well. <laughs> I'll put my hand on his
2: shoulder. He looks at you and says, Are, 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 are you staying? Listen, and, and Latterdon says to the other two, he says,
0: Guys, like, you should go talk to the Burgomaster. Let him know what's going on. I'm, I am going to stay. I think this is important enough to stay for. I, okay.
3: I, I don't want to leave you here alone. If, if you're going to stay, I'll, I'll stay with you. Right. I'm not alone, and I I, I, I clap <laughs> yeah, clap yeah, the back I, of uh, close. I know, but I'm, I'll I'll stay with you.
2: He he sits for a while quietly, and then after after what seems like a long time, he stands up and says, "I I I, I don't think I, I can fight, but um I I will come with you."
0: That's, uh, I'm sorry to say that's not really an option. Um, and here's why. The abbot, you may not have heard him, but when he left, he said that for every one of you that we take from this place, he's going to kill someone from crash. If you come with us, then you, we are, are trading one of their lives for yours. And he starts fidgeting and says, uh, uh, let, I, I'm not here to say that your situation is fair, right? It's not. Um, but you've got to, you know, play the cards you're dealt. And right now that
2: means that. Mm -hmm. So he, he just, uh, he scampers away into the, um, kind of dining room area that you came from and shuts the door behind him. Uh, I follow him. Uh, so he, he runs up the stairs to where the, that violin thing is playing Mm -hmm. and he sits in the, the pile of blankets, um, and lies down next to it and just listens to it.
0: I, I, like, I give him a minute and and just, like, kind of, you know, quietly, I'm like, Cloven, Cloven, you can't turn away from this, Cloven. He, he just
2: says, I, 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 I won't fight. Get, do you think you could get your brothers, too? No. What makes you say that? There's no, no talking to them.
0: So, there's no way to, like, channel their, whatever aggression they have in a, any direction? He, he shakes his head and says, J- just... Go. So what happens so let's say I stay with you and he comes back and I start fighting him will you all just watch as he kills me and he, he's
2: just shaking and says I, I uh okay who wants to make an important persuasion check for the group me <laughs> definitely not Eisen
1: Eisen doesn't yeah. give a shit about this guy
2: Okay 20 All right let's see Um so he he looks at you and just says I, I could try.
0: All right, then let's do it. Well, I don't know how much time we have left. I, I, I extend my hands to to help him out of the uh, pile of furs or whatever the fuck he got down into. Hmm.
3: Do you know? Is he... there is is there anything here that we could use to help fight him?
0: No, he 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 will kill uh, all of us. Well, I bet you're wrong. I bet if we all work together, we can pull through. And hey, if you die. I promise it's better than continuing to live under his thumb. At
1: least you'll you'll know peace. So are we, okay. are we leaving and coming back or are we trying to find him again right now? Well, I don't think we really control when he comes back. Yeah. Um,
3: I, I, I I think we... I don't know. Do we want to finish searching this place and see if we can find like, is there a good place for an ambush maybe? Or I, a place to lie low and and kind of get some rest and stand watch for him to come back?
0: Uh, Well, I mean, priority one is... is Mustering the forces, because uh, I mean, if we try to fight him without help, it's just gonna go like last time. Mm-hmm.
3: Okay. Well, I mean, do we want to like may- maybe maybe like let's look. Maybe we can rig the doors in the uh, in in the courtyard to open, and when he lands, we can release it. Release all of the other Bellevues.
0: Okay, I, I see what I- you're I saying. Mean, I- yeah, uh, let's we can explore our stuff like that.
1: He, yeah. So here is the thing that we're gonna need to contend with: any plan that involves us fighting him. Needs to have a way to prevent him from just flying away. That's gonna be the big uh, one.
3: Can you grab on and hold him down, maybe?
1: I mean, I could try. Um, I don't know if we weren't gonna rely on that, but I could try. Beyond that, I got nothing. Like that's all. Yeah, I, no, I can. I, I can, I can hit things that... real good, but that's the only thing I can do. Yeah.
0: I wonder if we draw him inside, would he not be able to fly away? Possibly.
3: It's definitely more difficult to fly when there's a, a you know a, a ceiling
0: possibly right that's probable. what I'm saying maybe that's the best bet although he might knowing this be resistant to being forced inside maybe that's where the sneak attack option comes in everyone lies in wait like in this room perhaps right yeah where does he uh, go although there's a belfry here if he's gonna right? be inside maybe,
1: what room does he go to
0: I mean he would walk in that like, I mean the room downstairs with the table might be the best spot yeah but does uh, he ever go there you know well he came outside when uh that's true you know so, well, he was in here when we met him.
3: Maybe we should ask, uh... Cloven.
1: Cletus.
2: <laughs> uh, uh, he... He spends most of his time here in in the dining room or upstairs.
0: And... So, what, what we could do is, if we can... Right. He comes back. Uh, it seems like, you know, we've left and everything is normal. We draw him into the room downstairs and then we all... Gank him immediately, right? Ambush him uh, when he's inside. Sure, I'm down.
3: Yeah, I like that idea. We can I mean, again,
0: Cloven. G- that the the main focus here though is that we need the support of of the rest of the mongrels.
2: I I I, I can help, but I I, I do not think that they can be uh, organized.
0: Uh, Well, really, if if they are like feral, basically, um. I mean, the main problem is, you know, how do we stop them from attacking us instead of the, uh... Because, like, do do your kin, like, do they like the abbot Or, you know... They... they... they
2: fear him. Hmm. Is
3: there something we could do? Like, I don't know, if we slathered the abbot with meat or blood, would they go for him?
2: I... I, I don't... I don't think so.
0: Hmm. Lots of... Lots of learned helplessness here. I think you guys have a lot more power than you think. Um... But what you're saying is that there's no way to convince them that that is the case. And, of course, the people in the are, like, starving. Um, so, although we could give them a hero's feast. Um, we could do that. But but how many warriors do they have? And and would we be able to convince them to come up here? Uh, almost many, certainly not. I wouldn't count on that. I mean, Does that hero's feast, how many does that even feed? Was
1: it, like, ten? It
0: 12? doesn't say. They, they can,
2: it's, they they can barely muster oh, up, sorry, up to trip. twelve.
1: But, up to twelve creatures. Okay.
2: Okay.
1: Here's the issue with using anybody from from down below. Um, that is immediately going to sour any victory we have, because one of them is definitely going to die if we do that.
0: Right, but then the thing that prevents them from, you know, being... You know, fruitful as a society, kind of disappears, right? They, the, the specter of what is up here is mm-hmm. it's a framing thing, right? Yes, you're right. Yeah, like, I you just know, don't know. Soldiers if, die.
1: I don't know if there's a way to frame it in a way that doesn't make them take it as a net loss. They, they, they're used to this.
0: Yes, but they are dying.
1: I mean, okay.
0: Um, and you know what I mean? Like they, they are used to this, but they are on the decline, and I don't think they would deny that. I think if we frame it properly, we could convince them that. You know, much like what I'm trying to tell these guys. You know, you can either die a slow death, you know, in an agonizing way, or, or you can, you know, go for broke and, and try to actually do something about it, right? And if you lose, it just means you lose faster, right? But if you win, you win. I
1: I, I think we could... I think this, this is feasible. Yeah, if you think you can convince him, I'm down. I just don't know if you'll be able to. What we've learned today is that I'm a very convincing person. Uh, yeah.
3: I... Are we... Are we going to be able to get people from Kresk up here in time to do anything? I mean, is the Abbot... Let me look out the window. Is the Abbot still, like, (laughs) 300 feet up in the air just kind of doing, like, a... Oh, he's, he's like, a thousand feet up in. Oh, wow. Uh, That's, like, two
2: miles. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Nailed it.
0: Um, Okay, there. let's... Alright, just... What what do you guys want to do? Because I'm... I, I think my, my plans are all theoretically possible, but probably not really practical based on the feedback I'm getting. So, what, do you, what are you guys thinking? What do you want to do? I,
3: I think we should hide out somewhere and wait for him to come down and then try to ambush him in one of these rooms. Um, I, okay. The, I, I think, the
1: big thing that we're going to need to solve there, because we solved the flight problem if he's inside, H- how are we going to hurt him? Because <laughs> that's <laughs> right. the big hang-up we so, have. So, fire hurts him. Gokabee, can you enchant weapons? Uh,
3: yeah, if we can, if we can get enough time, I think I can. Let me, let me just like stroll through Memory, Lane here real quick. I thought I had a magic.
0: Okay, let's assume the answer is no. Yeah. Um, right. So, you know, it it may be that much like the uh, baby mill, like it's something that we just need to come back to later. Uh, much
1: as it pains me to say so. Um, Speaking of, so hey, why don't we do? Why don't we? do the baby mill. That's our practice round. Uh-huh. And then we come back and, and handle this. I it, don't, it, don't even know if I'm enough to do that yet. Eh, you know. I, I would definitely feel more comfortable with magic weapons at this point.
0: Right. And specifically down the radiant ones, because apparently this thing, and I wave my lightsaber handle around, I'm like, isn't that a, yeah. you know, good...
1: Unless
3: well, Cockabee yeah, already yeah, like has a, a
0: solution. Killer. Which, you know, maybe he does. Maybe yeah, Cockabee, I did not mean to cut you off.
3: Uh, maybe if we can figure out how to use this.
0: Oh, yeah, I mean, that's true. But it, listen, it's holy, right? Uh, the, I mean, it's going to be the same thing as my sword. I, I'm I'm, not positive about it, right? But, you know, it, yes, we should we should consider it once you've had some time to really get your hands on it and, you know, figure out what it does. But it, it very well could be that... It could be that this guy, like, I think we've established that he's some kind of angel, right? Like, he's sort of the, the kind of guy that is strong against all the things that Strahd is weak against, you know what I mean?
3: Is, uh, is is Cloven in here? with the Like, listening in on this conversation? Uh,
1: which room It'll are you guys in me- now? We never got rid of him, so... But, yeah, I know,
3: we're still I, in the same spot. Yeah, so. I, I think we're in the tower. Yeah, what's his, like... He's did, like he's an angel. did he react at all to, like, us talking about
2: leaving and coming back? No, no, he's just... He seems entranced by the violin. Oh, cool.
3: I'm, I'm just, like, I'm oh, in. Oh, I can make a magic circle. Maybe we can get him trapped in that. Uh, what,
1: what does that do? That'd be funny.
3: <laughs> Actually, it looks pretty tricky, because we would have to, like, hold him in a place for a minute.
1: A minute?
0: Uh, yeah. Ooh. I don't know if that that's <laughs> really uh, feasible.
3: <laughs> but then he can't he can't leave, so he'd be stuck inside it.
0: Forever? We just plink at him with arrows or something?
3: Yeah. Well, I mean, then he's just kind of stuck in there. Oh, it only really lasts for an hour. Never...
2: Hmm.
0: But we, if he was stuck in there for an hour, we could, yeah, just, like, shoot arrows at oh, him yeah, or something. Yeah. Or is it, is it permeable to things like arrows?
3: Yeah, anything can move in. He just couldn't move out. Yeah, we could just plink him away at him with arrows for an hour.
0: Throw bottles of acid at him or something. <laughs> yeah. Um,
3: yeah, I, I mean, I would need to rest before I could do that, but, yeah. Oh, yeah, and, and but we, we had need, to... We need to find some holy water or powdered silver and iron worth at least 100 gold pieces.
0: Hmm. Yeah, okay, so... Okay, so... Uh, Aizen, what, what do you think? What do you want to do?
1: I... If I could reliably hurt this guy, I would be comfortable fighting him now. I don't think we're there. I I think that if we go up against this guy right now, it's real hard for us to win. I think we, we've gotten some information, we can go back down and say that good things happened. We can even show off the holy symbol and be like, look, it's a sign of good things to come if we need to play that card. Go off and get stronger. I definitely think we circle back to this, but it is way too risky to do anything with it right now.
0: Yeah. well, And we've got some good news. It's not Strahd. Right? Yeah, that is so good news. So that, that fear is late. Now there is still a problem. Here's the thing, though. Like, So if we leave these guys up here, I mean, I don't think the abbot's going to kill them. Mm-hmm. Why would he? Um and I guess they're sort of used to like this life of tournament, and that doesn't mean that it's okay to leave them like this, but I don't know that we... <sighs> if we can't convince them to fight, then all we're doing is signing up to die, which noble and all, but sort of useless. Um, it sucks. Uh, but, I, I yeah, I, I think we need to leave, get something that's more effective, right? Go find some fighter weapons or something, I don't know. Um, uh, or, you know, some... Uh, charcoal pine resin I don't know and then yeah uh, you know what I mean just like something that uh, that we can use that is effective and then come back later uh, but I mean how many I mean yeah I don't know that's kind of what I'm thinking
1: um, I'm, I'm gonna say and, and here I turn to um, <laughs> I'm gonna call Cloven we're probably going to leave for now we will be back start thinking about ways that you can possibly rally your kin when we come back we're gonna set you free so you should also start thinking about what you're gonna do with that because it will happen i'm gonna clap him on the shoulder spin on my heel we're out boys yeah yeah if you can between now and when we return if you can
0: sow the seeds of discord which shouldn't be difficult uh you know hopefully we will come back stronger and, and maybe with some friends that can help us uh Get
2: rid of this problem. He he nods and he says, "I I I will c- come with you. You I,
0: you can't. What? I I I told you before. If you leave, then he's going to kill someone from Kresh and it it I can't trade one of their lives for yours.
2: But but then they'll they'll be with the the, the Morning Lord. Uh, mm, listen, I, don't, I don't. think you,
1: so. Listen, if we're gonna win this fight, we need you to hold down the fort here. Okay.
2: Yeah,
0: we need, we need, you are the leader yeah, of the resistance. You're the man on the inside. You
1: uh,
0: can't be on the inside if you're on the confused. outside. I,
2: I, I can't, uh, I, I have to stay? Yes. He puts his head down.
0: Listen, like I said, l- listen, life dealt you a shit hand. all right? You've
2: got to, you've got to play it, right? So the he, thing that you can do. He just going to. He starts kind of flopping around like a, a kid that's getting upset. So just. just Go. Mm, all we'll right. Be back, though, got me. in, Yeah, got us all
0: in trouble. I guess we did. See you. Listen, I, I I hope, I hope you listen to what we said. You can. There are things you can do to make your situation better. Uh, they're not going to be easy, but if you can, you can rally your kin and, and convince them that it's it's better to, you know, die fighting than to to live as a slave. You know we'll we'll be back and, and we'll be able to
3: help you free yourself and here all right bye maybe pra- practice with this and come back you can use it and I'll uh I'll give him my light crossbow Ooh,
1: spicy uh, that'll probably just get him in trouble <laughs> yeah I like
0: <laughs> it though. make sure you
3: hide it make sure you hide it really well
2: yeah <laughs> uh, right, guys let's go yeah he's he's not very responsive at this point he's, he's turned with his back to you well another L let's go
3: that one uh, that one hurt. That one hurt. Uh
0: <laughs> as as we leave, I shout out to the sky,
2: I'm gonna come back and I'm gonna kill you. So, do
3: we really want as to you, antagonize him?
2: As you leave, <laughs> um as you make your way out to the front like out of the, the courtyard and then towards the front gate, um you can see the figure uh the abbot descending from the sky and um, and as you pass through the front gate of the complex, you hear blood-curdling screams.
0: Uh, a tear rolls down Light of Dawn's cheek, uh... Yeah. And, uh, and he, and
1: he stops and goes, guys, I don't know what to do. Uh, just keep walking for now. Shit. We'll, we'll get back. We'll we'll be back. Aizen's Eisen, pretty just... numb to it because he didn't care about these guys to begin with. And he's like, listen, <laughs> it's gonna be, a, it's gonna be fine. We'll get some we'll get some stuff and then we'll come back and kill this guy. The DM made them really sympathetic though. Well, try not giving a shit. Like Eisen. <laughs> Alright. We need to, we we really do need to come back though, cause it's fucking sucks. We suck. will,
0: and we it, will.
3: We gotta come back soon.
0: Eat that wine. <laughs> like, we need so yeah, we need to prioritize getting our hands on better weapons and and convincing the, the Kreshkins or whatever. To, to take the fight to the abbots now that we know it's not Strahd.
3: Don't need don't need yeah. time to prepare. I mean, they could they could barely muster a hunting party. I, like
0: that's what I I'm saying. I don't, I don't know uh, how they're gonna do. So so we need to tell them, hey, you've got like <laughs> a week to figure out how to fight. Um, and then, much like the uh, these guys, we need to convince them to take their fate into their own hands without assistance. Um, right. Uh, Maybe get the Martakovs involved, huh?
3: If they'll even talk to us. Everyone hates us.
0: Yeah, well, if the Martakovs are, 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 you know, good to people, which I think they are, uh, I, I think we could potentially convince them to help do something that actually helps somebody. All right, so
1: we're, we're going back down to town. Okay. Um... Wanna wanna call it there? Sure. Aizen's got to skip in this step. Everyone else is just fucking depressed.
0: Yeah.
2: (laughs) Okay, well, this has been Late Afternoon Gaming. Uh, Join us next week for um, maybe another series of betrayals and compromises on moral value. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Hey, Aizen hasn't compromised on shit. Because he has no moral value. Yeah. (laughs) He's like a good
2: fight. Good session, guys. That was really good. Yeah.